I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Brought to you by none other than the voices of the fans. Discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. Voice of the fans, sports cast. Hosted by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood. And Tyler Wright. Welcome, guys, to another episode of Voice of the Fans Sportscast with your host, Ben Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood, Tyler Wright. Man, oh, man. Gracie is heating up, guys. How y'all feeling? Pretty good. What's up with y'all? And not much, bro. Just trying to keep up with all this, uh, all this content that's been coming out lately. It's been a crazy week, crazy. It has. It has been. You know, I, I'm at work. I'm staying again. Alerts to my phone. I finally uh turned on my Yahoo Sports alert. I had it turned off. Do I have it turned off during the regular uh, NFL season because sometimes I, I'm not able to watch Saints games and I don't want my app telling me to score the Saints game. I have recorded. Uh, wait till I get home and watch it. Well, that hard. <laughs> yeah, man. I remember one time I uh, helping this customer and uh, it was it was on a Sunday and uh, he brought up. Football and I said, yeah, I'm a Saints fan. He like, yeah, that Saints and Falcon game, that was a good game. I said, uh, uh, stop, stop, stop. I said, don't tell him the score. I got recorded. I'm gonna go home and watch it. Just, just leave it there. He like, oh, it was a good game. I'm like, okay, okay, I got it. Don't tell him the score. I can't do that. I gotta look on my phone and see the score every time. Nah, nah, I, I want to get home, watch it, then get mad if they lose. <laughs> That's all I want to do. I want to, yeah, I want to see it for myself. I want to see the box score and uh, see how bad they did. I want to see the whole thing and uh, I adjust myself. So, uh, you know, something big happened uh, this week. An NFL legend, an NFL icon, has retired from the NFL. Drew Brees is retiring. How did y'all feel about that news? It was calm. For me, it was like a shock factor seeing that. Because it was like, I knew it was coming. Like, I didn't know when. But even though you, you, 
you knew it was coming, you still were shocked. Like when your eyes finally saw you, like, man, this is really it. This is really end of uh, an era in New Orleans. It's gonna be kind of sad for y'all, huh? I mean, seeing him retire. Yeah, like he been in the league for twenty years, and he spent most of it with New Orleans. So it, it was like growing up with somebody you knew and you know that you know they're going away they're moving away you know how y'all had a friend that y'all grew up with and either he moved or y'all moved yeah, yeah. that's the hurt yeah it's the hurt man i was like bro drew Brees really retiring it was time though bro it was, but at the same time, you, you still trying to hold on. You held on long enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last so season was hard to watch, bro. It was. You, you think without the injuries, you think the Saints would have been in the Super Bowl if he hadn't suffered all those injuries? I do, and I hate to be that Saints fan, but I do. Yeah, I, I believe Drew didn't get hurt. If he stay completely healthy, like nothing's wrong with him, I think we'll be in the Super Bowl. Even with Michael Thomas hurt? Yes. Even with Kyle, if you remember the game, we was going up, we were about to go up on a two touchdown league on him. And we were getting the ball back. And think about that. Think Just think about that, Taylor, the situation of that game. Then all of a sudden it flipped. And Drew Brees going to do his Drew thing because of his injuries and team injuries. They're they basically whooping them without Drew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with a full healthy Drew, man, that would have been, been a different game, I promise you. And let's not remember who, who else was missing. What two players were missing from that game? Hayson didn't play. And who else? Is it Manuel Sanderson? Yeah, he nah, it, it was it was Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray. Two huge factors. They don't seem huge, but they they are huge factors in the Saints' offense, especially Taysom and Latavius Murray. That dude, I'm trying to tell you, that man is underrated. He was getting leads by four yard four yards a pop, and Sean Payton, you know, for some reason, he never like like to run him. But with all that being said, uh. Jupiter retiring is uh it's it's so un, unreal right now and just thinking about uh us moving forward, it is gonna be difficult to cause now you can repeat you're gonna see every little thing that you haven't that you haven't seen cause Drew basically covered that 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 flaw that specked up so you never really saw it. But I feel like we're probably gonna see more, you know, inconsistency in the quarterback play, we we used to perfection, and that's going to be a problem. So it's going to be something that's going to be kind of tough for us. Like when Taysom took over, and we were like critiquing everything. I know I was. Uh, Tyler, as a Saints fan, what did Drew Brees' legacy mean to you? Uh, Drew is really my favorite player, like by far. It really hurts him to retire, but like. I'm thankful for the years he had with the Saints. He really turned the franchise around single-handedly, almost. 
Yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah. After, especially after Katrina, mm-hmm. to win a Super Bowl, man. Like, you don't that's, get no better than that. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. For me, man, uh, being I'm a little bit older than Utah, so I saw a little, lot of rough years. Uh, I was before the brown paper bags, but even before the brown paper bags, we were still pretty bad. And when we got Drew, you know, it just felt like life was brought back into an organization like, Colors was vibrant. Everybody was dancing more now. Everybody was happy, and uh, I remember when he took us to Super Bowl. It was it was just like in shock and all that we even made it this far to the Super Bowl, and we even won. I mean, I ain't, I I'm gonna tell y'all right now, I cried, and, and what's so amazing about that when we won, I cried, and all my friends they started patting me on my back. They're like, "You deserve it. You deserve it." Like they weren't like they weren't like dogging me and nothing like that. And my friend, uh, my friend, a couple of my friends pulled from a coach because they like paid Manny. But when we won, they, they pat me on my back. I like, congratulations, bro. Y'all deserve it, you know. So that's how much of a meaning that, you know, he brought into all the Saints fans' lives. You know, uh, seeing him on and off the field, what he did for the community uh, in New Orleans, in Louisiana area, even in Mississippi. Uh, they did play a preseason game down here. So, uh, no, he just touched every aspect in in the game, and also in people's lives. And so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to fill them shoes out. And uh, I wish him the best in you know his broadcasting career. And um, I just it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, sad. And when the first game of the season uh, opens up, I know they're gonna do something special for him. I want to hear I want his on loud who that some who that chant. He got to lead the chance for the next game for the first. Yeah, game. he got to lead it. He got to lead the chance, man. He got to be like Reggie in that playoff game. He got to lead lead the chance. With you know, uh, he, oh, go even ahead. as like an, just an NFL fan, like it's just sad to see like a legend leave the game. Also, mm-hmm. somebody who's such he's such a good guy in the game. Like mm-hmm. that's what I always say. Like when you're watching people like Brady and Breeze and any of those like big legends. It's like you just got to cherish the moments with them because you never know, like, when they're going to retire. So, like, I'm sure y'all y'all cherished all the moments y'all had. I mean, y'all got y'all's only Super Bowl with him. So, no, that was probably tough to see him retire. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, yeah uh, he brought us our only Super Bowl. And, and that's, that's why uh, I think even with Super Bowl, I think a lot of fans will still be in debt to Drew. Because of the the consistency consistency play and what all the stuff he did off the field, which really matters most, of what you do off the field and how he carried himself as, as a professional, he never was like just bringing negativity to the team. He was always positive about things, even sometimes, even though sometimes one him been, been negative and critical of certain aspects, but you know he always brought he always knew the right thing to say. So and, the real question is, where did, where does he finish in the all-time debate for the I still have him uh, top five, maybe maybe three. I, I I even consider fourth, but I'm not dropping him. Even, even, I'm not dropping him at five. I just think he deserved to be at least three or fourth. Yeah, well, I got him four, four or five. Uh, Tom Brady, 
uh, Peyton Manning. Some people still say Dan Marino. Some people say Rodgers. But uh, I'll probably go. I'll probably go Marino. I, I believe Marino and Drew are the same. So Marino, Marino, then Drew, then maybe A Rod. No Montana. Yeah, that was like I was saying. Maybe a lot of people have Aaron Rodgers in the top five. And Aaron Rodgers is good. He always had weapons too. Some people, some people even got Brett Favre in the top five. So my fifth, it can it can interchange. You know, I can see why somebody might say Montana, Brett Favre, uh, Elway, Rodgers. Um, you know, that's about the know the base of everybody got steve young he's not gonna be in there troy amen no no guys are gonna be in there what do you think gatwood yeah i'd say he's like top five he's fourth or fifth yeah now i couldn't be mad it's fourth but i said fifth huh? but anybody have my side top five that y'all don't watch football y'all never watched the same game in your life you never saw a masterpiece Promise you, his passing was like a masterpiece. Uh, he fit balls in the tight locations, fat shoulders, balls almost touching the ground where only the receiver can catch it. You know, he used to have a beautiful deep ball too. It's it, criminal that he has no MVP. That's crazy. It's criminal. That's sad. It is. That's what I'm saying. Like I get tired of these riders, man. Like they don't even watch half of these games. They even know what these. They just look at the stats and they might look at a couple of highlights. But why they don't pick riders? I don't know from each, you know, the local region or something. It's hard. Granted, it's hard to watch every NFL game. So why they don't pick pick riders in regions like split up like that? Like you cover this area, you cover this area. You know, y'all can watch any other game, but your understanding is in this region so you know what type of player he is like just have three or four riders in each region and maybe may make them vote like that that's like wilson i feel like wilson might end up just like breeze one day and like retire without an mvp it's crazy i want it's like they fall in love with one guy and they give it to the same guy every year and the like, thing about wilson is like Wilson and Breeze are both like shorter guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but they, 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 but like he was putting up consistently putting up like five thousand yard seasons, bro. With historically bad defenses. Yeah. Efficient, efficient five thousand yard season too. Yeah, they uh, said he had five. Didn't, didn't he have five five thousand yard seasons? Yeah, he had, like was, five in the next. I, I yeah, he's the only player. Quarterback has more than one. He's the only player with multiple five thousand passing yard seasons. But that's for another discussion. That's just it's it's messed up, man. I get this is like Kobe. He should have more than one MVP. Uh, it's just really it's, it's just downright untasteful, distasteful. So oh, I. Oh, that's what I'm saying. A lot of times I don't put a stop in some of you writers, what they're talking about, because half the time they don't even know what they're talking about. That's why I don't follow one writer. I'm not going to say his name, but he just didn't know Saints football, and it'll make me mad, so I'm following him. 
You gotta shut that name out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we, gotta, we, gotta ask, we gotta have some ears here, bro. <laughs> we gotta have some drama in the sports world, huh? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Gotta get some beats. I looked it up, and there's only been 12 5,000-yard passing seasons ever, and Brees has five of them, and nobody has more than one. He has five. And not one day MVP. That's insane. That's straight up distasteful. Straight up. Uh, Speaking of Drew, you know, we talking about the same quarterback situation. Jamie Wilson did sign with New Orleans Saints. He signed a one-year deal worth uh twelve mil, twelve point five million, and the Saints say they are having a QB competition. But I just think they're just saying that for Taysom Hill's sake. But we know Winston is going to be a starting quarterback. I'll be shocked, and I'll say Saints are trying to throw a season so they can draft or trade with somebody. But I can see I see Winston starting. How y'all, how y'all feel about Winston uh, running the Saints offense? I'm kind of excited. Go ahead, Gatwood. I think he's going to work out. I mean, he's got a year under his belt learning that offense. And I think uh, <clears throat> learning under Breeze for one year and having Sean Payton, uh, I think it'll. I think it's going to work out pretty good. They probably need to sign another receiver, though, and probably a tight end. Oh, Adam Chapman, he's gonna be tight end one. Trust me, he's a beast. Watch out. Oh, oh say that again, you broke up. So they got to get another receiver though. Yeah, and some Saints uh, riders, and uh, they think the Saints have enough a receiver, but I disagree. They need to have a legit number two. I mean, a legit number two, not guys that. You no, know, we sprinkle in the offense here and there. A legit, legit number two, they can stay on the field if he needs to. All right, he can transition to number one if something again happened to MT. Got Marcus Callaway, Trey Con, definitely not Trey Con. Um, who's another one? Uh, the kick returner. What's his What's his name? Tyler, what's his name? Deontay Harris. Deontay Harris. He's a kick return, so he's going to get sprinkled into the offense. He's not going to just go straight into a role as a receiver. They have to get one of the receivers. I'm thinking um, maybe T.Y. Hilton, maybe, depending on how much he's asking for, because he, he man, Jameis love a deep, a deep threat, bro. You remember when he had D-Jack, Deshaun Jackson? Whenever you look for news, you may feel forced to choose between partisans in mainstream media and conspiracists in alternative media. That's where the lost debate steps in. I'm Corey Bradford, a progressive political organizer turned TikTok star who also once hosted a Fox News radio show. I'm Ricky Schlatt, a Gen Z New York Post columnist and libertarian fighting to protect free speech. And I'm Ravi Gupta, a former staffer for Obama and school principal who also fought alongside Republicans on charter schools. And we launched the lost debate, podcast and YouTube show for the political eclectics 
who've lost trust in a polarizing partisan world, but who also reject the disinformation and manipulation in alternative media. Instead of being at each other's throats, we focus on bringing new perspectives to the table in constructive debate that sounds less like crossfire and more like discussions between real people. Check out The Lost Debate on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired their personal trainer as a caterer. All right, folks, let's keep this line moving. You there with the tongs. Picking up one Duchess potato at a time will not cut it at my catering table. Drop and give me 50. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Okay, this is what we call the wild mushroom and asparagus dip, dip, and press. Come on, let's get those plates above your heads. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. You overthrowing him, but he loved, he, he wanted to connect with D-Jack so bad. What happened to I think that man gets sick of him. Did like, stay hurt or something? Or am I mistaken? He, he just recently had injuries. It, it haven't been a, a whole career thing. Yeah. I think he could have a breakout year with him. I think that'd be a good pickup. Yeah, me too. I, he can stretch the field. He can run. Intermediate to long routes, MT run the shorter routes to shorter to in, intermediate, and that's a perfect combination. We don't have a deep threat. Marquez Callaway can run the short, mid, and long, and uh, Trecon can do the same thing: short, mid, long. So Ty Hilton be a great uh, 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 pickup for the Saints to be on the opposite side of MT. Now, remember, Ty Hilton was a true number one. A couple years back, two years, what you actually like two years ago. So you start having the injury. He tell you had, I don't know what kind of injury you had. I think it was like the ankle. You had bottom somewhere in the ankle. So I like T.Y. Hilton to take Emmanuel Sanders' place. It ain't mad at Yeah. Trust me, Tyler. I told you, Tyler. I'm the GM, bro. I'm a GM. <laughs> And people aren't really yeah, talking about T.Y. Hilton that much, so he, y'all might could get him on a pretty good deal. Mm, exactly. Yeah, I think he'll love to play with Winston. Winston got a big arm, and T.Y. like to go deep. And I you think they'll be the first I'm tired on Winston than a lot of people are. I think he could have a good year. We all. I'm more, you know, y'all know how I am. I'm more of a wait-and-see type of guy. And I, I'll wait. I'm not going to criticize Winston. At all, I don't care about his 50 touchdowns and wherever 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions or wherever he had. I don't care about that. Like I watched a couple of Buccaneers games. Some of them were tip passes, and some of them were really bad throws. And I feel like if anybody can fix anything, that's Sean Payton. So I'll wait till I see the product before I get my final, you know, decision on what I think of Winston. Well, right now, I'm just not overjoyed. More like, okay, we'll see what you got, big boy. Let's see. Y'all might, y'all might think this is crazy, but he is my sleeper MVP guy next year. Well, I know who you drafting in fancy. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just saying. Like, I think he can have a big year, like with the Saints. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah, I I don't doubt it, man. Look what uh look what he did with the Bucks. I don't doubt that. I just I want to see consistency. Yeah. I want to see a leader, too. I, I want him to stop with these the antics. 
Just go in and do your job. All I can eat W's Man, I can't. Uh uh-uh. uh. And that's another thing. That really will put me off, though, Tyler. You know what I'm saying? Let's eat DW. I was like, bro, how can you be this corny, man? Like, nobody in the huddle was feeling this. And I, I want people, I don't want to see that, like, when we lose. Like, hey, hey, Jamie's eating them W's. I already see it, man. They're going to try to use it as, a, like, a knock on the team. I already know. I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready to be jeered and 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 poke fun of because Winston costing the games. They're like y'all eating them W's, huh? <laughs> I'm not ready for that, man. I'll be it's it gonna piss me off. <laughs> I already know it's gonna, it gonna make me mad. I don't go off on Instagram and Twitter on these people. I already know. God, they already I'm make me mad with. Too. Oh, they already make me I'm mad with, by calling uh, MT Slam Boy. That kind of getting on my nerves. They really kind of getting on my nerves right now. <laughs> so, I already know the crap laid. Yeah, I already know the eat the W gonna get on my nerves. Go ahead. What you about to say? But I was just gonna say, I'm, I just, I'm just excited to see like a more downfield passing game this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. It, uh, a more dynamic offense and open up the playbook. I'm ready to see that. Cause we know Sean Payton, you know, he threw out a couple of plays. He shortened the playbook. And, um, yeah, because we still got, we still got AK. We still got mm-hmm. Thomas. Uh, Tom Montgomery, I think, is still there. He signed back. And uh, Al Trotman. Yeah. Trotman, yeah. yeah we, Which we, was got, nice. we got a young team. We got, we really do. Uh, Speaking oh, I of, guess what I was gonna ask you mm-hmm. before we get, you know, they were saying uh, we were looking at Richard Sherman, right? Mm-hmm. So if you had to choose between getting T. Y. Hilton or Richard Sherman, what would you choose? T. Y. Interesting. I have seen Sherman get beat. I don't know he would fit in New Orleans uh, defensive scheme. I remember Richard Sherman don't travel. He stay on one side of the field, and Marshawn travels. I don't under, I don't know how they gonna make that work. Guys, if the best receiver is traveling, going to different points, and Marshawn's following him, I don't know if I don't know how you make adjustments to Sherman just playing in one area. He's just playing on one side of the field. I don't know how you I – I don't know. And I'm a good thing and not the coordinator to try to figure that out, how to make that work. Um, y'all boy, Cam Newton. Cam Supergirl Newton. Signed back with uh, the Patriots. One year, $13.6 million. I yeah, I see what the Patriots doing. They're trying to build around Cam Newton because they knew they know that he got a lot of uh, inconsistencies. He got a lot of weaknesses, and uh, they're trying to uh, you know uh, wager that they're trying to balance you know his offsetting skills by adding more pieces and and. Uh, more depth in the online and D line. So they so they tell me they want to they want to control the game. 
and they got two really good uh, tight ends now. Mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking they they doing all this because Cam is he not promising? That's why they adding all this stuff because they know that, that Cam Newton is not what he used to be. So they got make up for it. They got to build around. They got to build a structure where they got control the line scrimmage and, and control. You know the defense got to be able to stop somebody. So they adding all these pieces to help Cam Newton in these areas where he don't, you know, have to press. Because when he press, he make bad throws and make bad decisions. Yeah. And I'm like, y'all paying a lot of money for a backup that y'all bitch week six. <laughs> I'm just saying, he gonna get benched in the game. It's a matter of time. If is they going to is they going here with him starting? To be Y'all, fair though, hmm? he, he did not have that much weapons last year. It doesn't matter. He no. overthrew. Like it's not that it, I'm not knocking him for not having people around him. I get that. It was the it was his throws were off, and he made horrible decisions. Like, he could have thrown it away. He could have threw it at somebody's feet like Drew would do all the time. My Tom, my Aaron, he 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 made harbor throws. And some of those throws were way off. Like, he was throwing like that quarterback that came in for Denver when they didn't have a quarterback, when they didn't have a quarterback. When that receiver played, that guy from Wake Forest, when he, he played quarterback for Denver, oh. dude, he was throwing like. <laughs> dude, bro, don't do that, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> Man, no, I, I'm not exaggerating. He was throwing footballs like that dude from Wake Forest. <laughs> Whatever, you're exaggerating. <laughs> I'm he was. Being killed every player he don't like, bro. Dude, he was throwing like the dude from Wake Forest. Dude, like, I he like, like He Cam was throwing like a dude that did. Like, go, I like Cam Newton, like, already. But, like, the way you talk about him makes me root for him so much harder. <laughs> Pick him over your fancy team, then. Ooh, back up. Back up. <laughs> I got real quiet. <laughs> hey, pick him up. I want to see him on your roster. This coming up fantasy. Pick him up. Pick him up. I will. I want to name my team Cam Newton next year. And look, and he was taking up a roster spot. You, I guarantee you will drop him by week four. I guarantee it. Come on, man. Yeah, I, you know it to be true, Gatwood. You would drop this man by week four. I know how you drop people. You barely give them a chance. And when you see Cam Newton start throwing them ducks, you're like, oh, don't don't try to hold on to him for, for, for my sake because he's trying to prove me wrong. Be real. When he starts screwing up, bro, you're going to drop him. And you, Kai, you're going to need that roster spot for something else that you like. <laughs> Okay, you might have got me there, but <laughs> you're not gonna... I'm just telling you, like I can see maybe the Patriots can go seven and nine, maybe even eight and eight. I'm saying like he's gonna have to prove me. Like before, I would take him. Like he's gonna have to prove me he can do a little bit better this year, which I think yeah. he will. But obviously, I'm gonna take a more proven guy. Like before, I take him. I take, I take Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right now, over Cam, they just signed with Washington. Okay, I wouldn't do that. Why wouldn't you? I'm not. I'm not mad at that. Why wouldn't you, Gatwood? 
because Cam is it's not just about his passing. He gets a lot of rushing touchdowns too. Remember, but Fitzpatrick was doing it with the Dolphins receiving core. They didn't have a. They didn't have. They had two receivers out. Uh, last year the Dolphins. They didn't have none of their receivers. I think Grant. Man, I can't remember the other guy's name. Devontae Parker got hurt, I think. And they have Matt. Yeah, Devontae Parker on and off. Mal Gaskin was their leading running back. Now he got Antonio Robinson. I mean, Antonio Gibson. Let's talk about that. You so, think they're going to be better this year? The Washington football team? I do. I do. I'm really, I like that Ryan Fitzpatrick pickup. I do. I like it a lot. Hey, Fitzpatrick's kind of underrated a little bit. He's not He's not bad. He's not. It, the Dolphins, were they not like they were on the verge to making the playoffs? Yeah, they were 10 and 6. Yes. Before they decided to do that whole tour experiment, they kind of threw everything off the rails with that. But if they were stuck with Fitzpatrick, I think they would have got in. Yeah, I think so too. And the Redskins have a defense just like the Dolphins do, but the Redskins receivers are better. And the tight end uh, Thomas, come on, the Redskins I, they can probably win this division. Yeah, I can see that. Depends how Dak. Depends how Dak does with the Cowboys. Yeah, Jack King, Jack King Grant. That's the guy I was talking about. And they didn't have Albert Albert Wilson with the Dolphins, and he Patrick. Fitzpatrick still was killing without uh, Jakeem Grant and Albert Wilson. So that's what I'm saying. Like I really, I really like the Redskins, and I'll take Fitzpatrick over Cam right now. Uh, who, which team did y'all have winning free agency? Patriots. Um, you go for the Cowboys. I say Patriots so far. Uh, I have Patriots also. You stole mine. New Buccaneers was the obvious yeah. choice, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I was gonna go with the obvious choice. Then, then gonna like mine. I, I don't have. I don't hate that. You're right, cause I was I was gonna go Buccaneers also, but I knew I like what New England's doing. Like they making moves. They improving their. O line and D line, what really matters, you win in the trenches. And like I said, I like what the Bucs did. They signed all the people back. Basically, they still had the same Super Bowl team. But that was the obvious choice. So I decided to go a different route. And I don't think that we have ever spent this much in free agency. Like they haven't. They picked up Matt Judon, Beast for the Baltimore Ravens, Jonah Smith, Jonah Smith. Was a man. He was a he was a diamond in the rough last year. The boy can play. I was probably to let him go. I guess kind of Delane Walker is coming back. But man, if I was the Titans, I would kill both of them. I don't, I don't understand. Doing two together would been with a would been basically Aaron 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 Hernandez and uh and Gronk. Well, and, now they but, got Hunter Henry and John yeah, but the only thing I I'm not. Let me tell you this right now. I'm not really high on Honey Henry. First of all, he's injury prone. It, every year, there's something wrong with him. And it just seems like he have 
sometimes he have highs and lows, man. If he can complete, if he can play all sixteen games at a high level, like he's like he's capable of, then I, I can see that being a really great tandem. It just all depends on Hunter Henry. If he can stay healthy, and that uh, if he can continue to play at a high level, uh, he took a knock at uh, Justin Herbert from for some reason I don't know about playing with a uh, somebody that can get him the ball or something like that. I can't remember his exact comment. Was a foolish comment, huh? What? He said that yes. about Herbert. Yes. Uh, man, you gonna make me pull this up? Uh, that's let me find. Let me see. That's the best quarterback he's had since he's been there. Uh, man, you gonna make me pull this comment? I should have had this already on me. Oh, boy. I don't know where I'm going to find it, to be honest. Oh, he said, Herbert, Henry Hunter wants to play with a geek. With a geek. Uh, Hunter Henry wants to play with a good QB. Is basically what he said. He said he he don't, he have a sight on playing with a good QB. I don't understand what he's talking about. Well, I'd take Herbert over Cam Newton. I'm sorry. What? So what is did they get into a fight or something? Cause that a statement like that, it seemed like it, it. It just don't come unwarranted. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't make a comment like that if you don't have a a gripe with somebody. I want to play with a get QB. Huh? Okay, bro. Just focus on staying healthy. That's what you need to do. So my my pick was the Patriots. They they added Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, two really good receivers, but they still didn't need to get a true number one. They still need to get true number one. Both of those are great receivers. Not great, but no, Nelson Aguilar is is pretty up there. He's pretty good. And Kendrick Bourne, he's very reliable. But they need a true number one. They need to get that. And I like what they did on the D line and on the O line. That's my pick, Patriots. They they winning the frigacy right now. And a plug Buccaneers are runner up, of course. Cause like I said, they signed their, everybody back. You can't really hate on that. Still, uh, I'm still saying they're not winning the Super Bowl. They're not going back to back. All right, um, Dustin, what's happening, man? How much? What's going on? Nothing much, man. Another day, another dollar. Another day we get to talk about LeBron Lakers. <laughs> it should be interesting. All right, AD. <laughs> I don't remember. I ain't gonna say nothing bad. All right, <laughs> AD. He's missing. They he there's poor day missing more time. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, I, I think it's a good thing. Dream Cloud is a luxury hybrid mattress made with premium materials at half the price. Every Dream Cloud comes with $399 in accessories, plus an additional $200 off a 365-night trial, a forever warranty, and free shipping. Go to dreamcloudsleep.com today. Hey, man, uh, um, when, especially when it comes to even the, the possibility of 
of hurting that Achilles. Uh, I think he needs to take all the time he needs, especially with the playoffs coming up, because they, I mean, they're pretty much locked in. Um, and they'll still be a top four seed. So, I mean, they don't really have, there's no team in the bottom four that they really just have to worry about. What'd you say, Tyler? Uh, I agree with Dustin. I, the only concern I would have is are them getting like a rhythm before the playoffs. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, you no know, things being off. Um, you know, but other than that, LeBron, from LeBron led team start off kind of slow. Mhm. I I see there's no reason to rush them back. They still winning games here and there. And the fathers they may drop, like you said before, is like the fourth or fifth seed, which is not really bad. Um, I, the more the more time you get rest, the better. There's no point of rushing back, especially with the team you have. It's pretty solid. And like I said, they winning games without you. I wouldn't rush anything. If I need to miss more time, I just miss my more time. I go day I practice with them. I Day to day, I just work out, make sure I'm ready to go back. I see, I see it's a good thing that that he may miss more time. Some people might see it's a bad thing because they like he must be really hurt, or uh, or he just he just frazzled and he just can't really get wherever his injury that's nagging him healed already. Taylor, what you say? Yeah, I, I agree with y'all. Uh, you don't you don't want another uh, KD situation all over again. I mean, they're already like got a bunch of wins, and they're still, you know, staying like they're still like playing really good without them. Or not really good, but they're doing good enough to make the playoffs. So I mean, you might as well get to the playoffs and make sure he's fully healthy, so he doesn't get hurt worse. Exactly. So take your time. Um, I mean, the worst you will happen. Is that your your team drops down to a fifth seed, and you might have played a little bit more tougher opponent than expected, but you rather be fully healthy. So instead of you no know, 50-50, you you halfway healthy. You you want to be fully ready to go, have an injury healed, because all of us had injuries in sports before. We know that we think it's healed, but we come back a little bit early and it's nagging. And we re-injure it, we re-injure it, or or something horrible happened to it, to the injury. So take your time, heal up, and go back at it when when they call you. So lately, uh, Cal Kuzma has been lighting it up. <laughs> it's kind of funny though, is it not that he's heating up when AD's out, and he's heating up when He's coming off the bench with the second team. Is there like an underlying issue or message or chemistry going on with the Lakers? I don't know. They need to practice free throws and and practice a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, some people not always being great free throw shooters, so you can't really help that sometimes. You got got two bad ones on one thing. Then, then the, the brand of the company issue too. Yeah, Tyler, yeah. Tyler, 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 Tyler. 
<laughs> I, did, I did not say any names. He was right. He talking about two Brad free throw shooters, and I agree with him. One of them not known for his free throw shooting. That's all I said. There wasn't nothing bad. It's just facts, right? Yeah. They so these guys. It might. I I hate to see it, but it might be an issue down the line if they don't fix some of these little issues like free throw shooting. Or even like chemistry with Cal Kuzma. It kind of seems like he does good when LeBron's on the court. I mean, he does. He gets he gets more shots. Um, he's a he's a rhythm shooter, so yeah. And he he really was a couple of reasons why they won these last couple of games. Yeah, he's stepping up in AD action, though. Exactly, like he came. They came back against the Pacers. He had twenty-four. He uh he had eight. He put up eighteen shots. He took eighteen shots in that game. But some other games, he only had like like five shots, thirteen. So it's just really kind of weird that he's on the up and down roller coaster. I'm trying to say this dude had potential, and I feel like L.A. is like ruining this guy. He's only twenty five. Well, I feel. I mean, he was before LeBron came. I mean, he arguably there. You know, when it was him, Andre Ingram, and you know, Lonzo, the mm-hmm. boys, uh, arguably their their best player. And Randall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I understand him coming off the bench. But at some point, y'all y'all have to put this dude in a starting lineup. Like you, you probably want him starting off hot. You know, coming into the game, since LeBron like to pass it up, he don't want to take certain shots. So why 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 won't LeBron get him into the rhythm? He's a rhythm shooter. You know, it's just like I, I'm not really a rhythm shooter either. But it feels good when you get touches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he, like, just to say he's a, he's a rhythm shooter, like, he's a volume shooter, so he's not going to get that many touches in the lineup with A.D. and LeBron. Uh, see, that's just, that's, yeah, I see why he come off the bench, but he, I think he needs to be in that starting lineup, to be honest. What do you say, uh, Taylor? Who do you think he should start over, like, when they're fully healthy? I mean, they got Caldwell Pope as shooting guard. I think he fits in better with the first unit, though, and Kuzma's, like, more of a scorer. Like, he can mm-hmm. ball into it. That's probably why he's better off the bench, though. So, like, when LeBron sits down, they have, like, another scorer on the uh, court. Because uh, Crowder really have not been doing anything special. Caldwell Pope. Howard Pope disappears here and there. Howard Pope came up big for him last season in the playoffs. Now, the shoulder, he filled that void that Rondo left. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a real big help come playoffs, too. That was a really nice pickup. Yeah. Schroeder didn't really impress me with the OKC in the playoffs uh, a couple years back. I felt like he folded in certain moments, and he disappeared. 
He's a good little player, though. He is. It just seems like sometimes I feel like if he's not involved, sometimes he like he kind of just fades away. He's a. I say this. He's a top. I'm five star defender in the league. Mhm. Yeah, I agree with that. He's pesky. He is. He they need they need some defense. Uh, and LA is a good defensive team too when they want to be. They they pretty long. They pretty long. They pretty. They got some tall guys with some long arms that can cause trouble for opposing offenses. And sometimes you just worry. You you worry about you know. Uh, them on the off offensive side. Sometimes do they rely too much on AD to get it done, or do they rely too much on LeBron? You know, do they have a good balance? And I feel like uh, AD have been working hard lately, and that's why you know before he got injured, what his numbers weren't like they were a couple years ago. Yeah, I just, the only thing I don't like about that team is they don't have a or per se. Like somebody that can just pull up and just just yeah, make it like they go like ISO and get their own budgets. Mm, oh yeah, okay. You look, you talking about one of those, yeah. You know Scrooter used to be that. Scrooter used to be that. With Atlanta. Yeah, he used to be that with Atlanta. He he like seem like he going away from that type of playing style. He used to be made. He's ball out in Atlanta. I mean, he, he kind of. I mean, whenever you you go to a team with LeBron, you know you're gonna have to adjust your playing style, right? Uh-huh. Because he he in Atlanta he got a lot. You know, he he got a he had more control of of the ball, and in L.A. he. You're not gonna have as much control um, uh, over the ball with you know LeBron, and then you know, especially then you know going back to Kuzma as well. You're not getting as many touches because LeBron is gonna make sure AD get his touches um, before anybody else, and then LeBron will get his touches, and then you know everybody else, you know after that. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of oh, hey. oh, go ahead. Uh, I have some breaking news, but it's NFL. What's that? Deshaun prefers the 49ers or the Broncos as where he wants to play. And he's not getting traded neither. <laughs> I don't know why he keep coming out talking. Like, he had, like, the testing, like, you know what, Deshaun? All right, we got you, bro. Testing, <laughs> the 49ers are... The Broncos, we got you. You just came out and said, okay, we got you. I don't know why he keeps... I don't know. Man. Uh, I don't know why he keeps saying that. Like, I don't know. I don't know what he expects. Uh, the Clippers. Man, oh, man. <laughs> What's to say about the Clippers? Uh, they acquired came out with the recent comments about his team uh, after a loss against the Pelicans. He said, L.A.'s is inconsistency. It's very concerning. It's very concerning, Leonard told reporters. 
we want to have a chance. If we want to have a chance at anything, we gotta be consistent. Do Kawhi have a problem with his team? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he definitely does. Yeah, but, it sounds like he's talking about people. Yeah, to me it sounds like it sounds like he's been he's been toxic, you know. It's it's like he he said we gotta be consistent. Like usually you like usually when you make a statement like that you say as me as well. But he said he said if we want to have a test anything you got you he said you gotta be consistent. Right. Inconsistency is very is very concerning. Hmm. Who has been inconsistent? I'm just saying my thing is, but how you you calling like the top team talking about they gotta be consistent? When he hasn't been like, consistent, it ain't even just that. It's like, but you was late to practice, late to to the team <laughs> bus and stuff. Like, <laughs> Paul George come out and say. Paul George come out and say consistency. Consistency. Oh, you ain't showing the practice. You talking about consistency. Low low, <laughs> low management. Yeah, like you consistency. Like, come on, bro. You want to talk <laughs> It's like it's like yeah, so argument with with your girlfriend or something about about they're like, What? You talking about me? Let's go. Let's go talk to his uncle about that, John. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> you better get on that private jet and y'all yeah. go talk. You know, there's probably who, you know, told him to say that. Probably, you know, Kawhi, none of this is your fault. Everything is everybody else's fault. Yeah, it is. Exactly. It's the whole team. I, I've never heard Kawhi take personal responsibility. Ever. Not, I. You know, I could be wrong, but I, I don't even remember him taking personal responsibility when they lost to the Nuggets um, last year in the uh, mm-hmm. playoffs. You know, he, you know, they were blaming Doc Rivers and, and sending, you know, throwing shade. And, but Kawhi never, not once, blamed himself. Cause then, did he even score in the fourth quarter of that, that last game? I don't recall. I don't, I don't think he did. He had like four points or something in the fourth quarter. If he did, it wasn't much. I think I think he just he riding that ring, bro. Like the Warriors were so hurt and so banged up. Like you, you not getting too much cut out that ring, bro. I'm sorry. And he, yeah, KD wasn't available. All right. I heard just, KD came out and gave y'all 11 straight points, bro. Like, just relax. <laughs> it's just... Man, I I, I want to like Kawhi, but he's been on my nerves lately. But if you're going to talk about the team, man, you got to talk about yourself also. You just can't say we got to be more consistent. Everything else is, you know, irrelevant compared to me. So... You got you just gotta be more accountable for your own actions. Alright. You know, Dan, it's okay not to like Kawhi, man. You can 
I'm over here enjoying the flow. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I agree with you. He, he talks about everybody, you know, except himself. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure when they get eliminated from the uh, playoffs this year, that, you know, he's going to blame Ty Lue, the, the coach that he supposedly handpicked. He's going to blame somebody. somebody. <laughs> you know what I got to say? Uh, they talk about how LeBron's an individual and all these other athletes are individuals like in basketball, but Kawhi's got to be the most individual basketball player in the game. That man got a shoe deal and thinks he's on top of the world. What do you say, King of L.A.? That commercial? Man, I have not seen one person. <laughs> not one person. Wearing some Kawhi, not one person. You, you, mm-hmm. you, know, you, you remember what I told y'all? What happened to our Kawhi Leonard's? We have we have them in three different colors. Not one of them sold that I can recall, and we had to ship them out. So I guess we shipped them back to New Balance. <laughs> it's, it's not an ugly shoe. It just feel weird and shape weird, you know. What is man? Where's the Shannon Sharp man? They they in the back of those are the shoes you find in the back of Walgreens for the for the uh, old people. For <laughs> 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 the old people that wear New Balance like that, you know, you know the ones the shoes to be hanging up by the uh, plastic hanger. Yeah, they already had a size <laughs> on there for you. <laughs> it looks like straight old buddies. <laughs> yeah, that what Kawhi Leonard is a hot top buddy with colors. Yeah, wow. Man, I was like, this shoe. I, I to be honest, I buy beads before I buy Kawhi. I'm just being honest. I didn't even know Embiid had shoes. Dude, Embiid shoes are not. They slept on. I'm just say that they they nice. They if uh if my kid wants some Embiid, I would not have been bad. I'd say sure. I buy you these. Cause they are not they not a bad looking shoe. You wouldn't buy them yeah, with Kawhi? No, nah, I don't think I would. I'll try to talk them out of them. <laughs> I try I say, man, go ahead and get courage, bro. Man, you know you know none of your kids ask. <laughs> 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 I don't even think they know who Kawhi Leonard is, to be honest. <laughs> 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 I, I'm just being truthful. Like he's not a real remarkable guy, to be in my opinion. He's not. No. So that's why I think he probably signed with New Balance to be the first New Balance athlete, true athlete for basketball. He's just not a remarkable guy. They try to they try to throw some fun some fun uh, animations with his shoes. They they came out with the Jolly Rancher, Jolly Rancher uh, edition. Uh, it had a lot of colors. It had a lot of uh, Jolly Ranger emotes on it, but it it was lackluster. It's just it's it's not heavy, but it's just like I said, it's shaped weird. It's it's hard to explain. Yeah, I had to try some on to understand what I'm talking about. Tyler, did you try some on? No. Yeah. See, I didn't. I didn't bother trying them on to be honest. I see that. Well, I did try them on, but I didn't like jump around, run run around in them. But they they just yeah, feel we, weird. 
being the only the only time people are trying those shoes on is when a elderly person walking to a store with the with the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Like got some (laughs) orthopedic, (laughs) but the thing is, look, the thing is, like people come to our store and ask the child shoes, but nobody asked the child on Kawhi. They're like, oh, I'll point to them. They're like, oh, them Kawhi letters. I'm like, yeah. They're like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) They, 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 they they blow you off. They, they blow them Kawhis off like that. Yeah, look, they just like. Hmm, interesting. First time seeing these. Yeah, that that'd be the end of it. <laughs> oh man, it's it's uh it's quiet, bro. Drop the uncle. Drop the non caring attitude and just you know, be a leader, bro, cause y'all are inconsistent. You are inconsistent. Not just not just not just the clippers for you. Too laid back sometimes, man. That can hurt you. When you be laid back like that, that can hurt you. That's the thing. You're not really even laid back, though. You just you're more passive aggressive. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. Do you think so? did did uh, dad die or something like that? Die? Yeah. Yeah. When he was like young, you know, that was when he was like I think uh, like. Young teenager, like yeah. So that teenager. could be like why he be a passive aggressive. That could be the reason why, like, you know, psychologically, you know, people just don't get over certain stuff, and that's understandable. Uh, but he just, I don't know. He his uncle got guide him in the right direction. Like he can't be exploiting him. I feel like his uncle was using him like big time, and you know. I mean, if to me, if his uncle wanted to be his agent, he would have been his agent when he initially, you know, decided to enter the NBA draft. But at that point, you know, he wasn't he wasn't very big on anybody's radar. Um, San Diego State. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then he won a big high school play either. So, you know, nobody was really just looking at him because I think the scout report, you know, said he couldn't shoot. Um, I think they just said he was a good rebound, athletic uh, for the most part. You know, San Antonio ended up picking him up, and he just ended up thriving um, in that Spurs system and, you know, winning that championship. And then mm-hmm. once he got on, I was the son, his uncle interested. <laughs> like, oh, you bringing that money? Okay, <laughs> okay, nephew. Let's, let's go get this money. Let's go get this bread, nephew. You know how they be talking. Hey, what, hey, what you say, there, nephew? <laughs> <laughs> what you say? <laughs> hey, nephew. You know I haven't talked to you in a while. You know. I by the way, you know, I was thinking about going into, you know, being an agent, you know, and I, you know, I was to. Hey, hey, look, ain't never been an agent or nothing in his yeah. life. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> probably on the phone trying to talk business with his, with his, uh, bills. He's like, you know what, you, you know, I can we just add this to the back end? He's like trying to make deals over here about paying his bills. Like, see, why I, I be doing it, man. I be, be getting my bills paid. I, I can help you. Like, hey, 
it just like oh no, it's just crazy. Uh, uh, family members. Who was there that talked about that on the podcast about family members exploiting them and trying to take money from a, was it Brandon Marshall and uh Ocho Cinco? Yeah, Brandon Marshall. Yeah. Yeah, man, yep. that was some real stuff. Like he was he was going deep into that mode. Uh Kawhi, he just man, he can't let I wanna say I'll say people that that have your best interests in heart. Not like from the get go. Like they're with you from day one. And his uncle wasn't with him day one. It seemed like his uncle is just using, you know, what he has to you know to gain in his life. And it's unfortunate because it made him look like a hard it made Kawhi look like he can't handle his own business. That it made him look unprofessional dealing with the Spurs. It's just especially with Pop. Pop, he's he's an understanding guy. So when he come out and say that, you know, he called you, you know, he try to reach out to you, he do he try to do all these things to to close the gap, to bridge the gap and, and you didn't wanna even eat dinner or speak to him, that's just kinda kinda messed up. That's like no respect. That's a lack of respect in my opinion right. to a great coach. And yeah, I know if now, we all of us had coaches in here that we, we were pretty close to. And if I was leaving and, you know, Coach Elon or Coach Cable, they came to me, out to me like, hey, I know you're not happy. No, I sit down with those guys. guys they really do care about you. You know what I'm saying? I know Pop really cared about Kawhi like that. Well, yeah, you know, I knew it, it had to be Kawhi. When he fell out with Pop, I was like, something, something, right? Exactly. That never happens. You see, everybody likes Pop in this. Yeah. Right. right. I mean, you even see with the LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, situation now, you know, it, it's no bad blood and Spurs trying to actually get Kawhi to a, a, a good team instead of just training them anywhere or mm-hmm. even just out so that he can, you know, be a free agent. Or he can just go where he wants to. But, uh, and like like I said, they really trying to help Aldrich. You know, they they gonna pretty much train him to contender. I already know they are. They don't just gonna send him ship him anywhere, and they gonna get you know some good you know capital back for him. And quiet, I just I just hope he learns in time before you know teams really start like shipping him. Like he already what team he been with Spurs, been with Toronto, now he with. You know, Clippers and Clippers not doing all that well. He might be moving on to another team soon, to be honest. Yeah, because he, he, he only did, like, what, a three-year yeah. three deal? Yeah. Oh, he's, he's still a superstar. Yeah, I, I don't think he, he's going to. I'm not saying, like, the team's going to but he's going to be team hopping because it seems like he never, like, connect. You know what I'm saying? How you put your roots down. To me, I feel like he should have stayed in Toronto. Yeah, I agree with that. I, Toronto would love that man forever, bro. Forever. It would have been contenders with him. With every team. year. Like, no more sees every year. But... For some reason, man, he won't go to a big market. I don't know if his uncle, that was his uncle thing. And Toronto, they, they had like, they're just a, 
a low end place in Canada. Come on, man! Like that's Toronto, bro. Well, they actually got. I mean, they actually got a pretty good basketball fan base. There. Yes, uh, exactly. I like. It's not like you know going to you know the Memphis Grizzlies. And and, and then you and then you in Canada. Everybody in, they probably won't have a national Kawhi Day for can for for Canadians. You know what you know what I'm saying? Like you got a whole place to yourself. So why we? I don't get it. That wouldn't it, didn't they like try to name some shop or food after him in in Toronto or somewhere like that? It was somewhere in Canada. It was like trying trying to make him a stay. Like they were trying to give lifetime uh eating uh certificates or something like that. It was something crazy. Now they were literally like throwing out gifts. Like he a king. Well, I mean, I, that may have been part of the problem, man. He may have, you know, Drake may have been getting on his nerves, probably. And you know. <laughs> hey, we were going to collab. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Drake won't collab with everybody. <laughs> he, probably, he, probably, he, probably, he probably told him he put a, uh, a tattoo, you know, on him, you know, like he did for uh, KD. Yeah. He said, bro, he probably told Drake. Yeah. He probably looking at Drake like, bro, stop calling my phone. <laughs> like, man, FaceTime me real quick. <laughs> oh, man. He's like, it just, I don't know. I think that was a bad decision on his part. I feel like his uncle probably nudged him to L.A. That was the big market. He like, more money. You get it. Yeah. You the king of LA. I mean, even after that commercial, I mean, you, I ain't seen Kawhi really on anything else. Me either. He quieted down a lot. I haven't seen nothing with really Kawhi commercials. Anything, bro. If he was signed with Nike Adidas, man, I think he would have posters and all this type of jazz. But I haven't really seen him on anything. Not even Hulu. Hulu give. Sponsorships to everybody. Even Baker got sponsorships. <laughs> Even Baker Mayfield doing uh, commercials, bro. So I, I know his agent must be really bad. He ain't getting no love. Hulu has live sports. <laughs> yeah, Hulu. I think he'll do a Hulu commercial really well. They like to throw them weird, them, them weird types of commercials on Hulu. I think he'll sit in just right. Uh, the, I, I'll talk about this real quick. Clippers did have a trade interest in uh, Rozier and Rubio. Mm. Would that solve? Would that? Would that? Uh, would either player solve solve their problems? Yeah, Rozier, nice. Like Westbrook too. Oh, in Westbrook, ain't oh here by Westbrook. Okay, in Westbrook, out of Rozier, Rubio, Westbrook, who you taking? I'm taking oh, Rozier. I'm taking Rozier also. I'm taking Rosier. Yeah, Rosier Hall. I think he he fit in well with that uh type of offense they run. Westbrook, he's too much of a liability. He probably getting Kawhi. Way Kawhi's almost like LeBron. He likes to drive in uh handle the paint area a lot. So they might clash. Mm-hmm. They might clash. Real strong personality. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Man, 
<laughs> I can see Westbrook talking to Kawhi Kawhi just looking at this man like, bro, when you show up, <laughs> do you ever stop talking? <laughs> you don't do that. Like, Kawhi chilling, Westbrook over there mad about something. He's like, bro, this dude, what is he doing? Kawhi just singing his Gatorade. Yeah, he's like, chill, man, chill. Hey, like, what? Russ is, Russ is still a superstar now. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. He's a different breed for sure. For sure. But it's all about him finding the right connection. That's all I got to say. And right now, I don't know. I just don't know what that is. There is one because, man, uh, the Wizards are just. They just bad. <laughs> they gonna have to blow that up. So I'm saying Westbrook will be traded. They should blow that up a long time ago. They should have. They would got a lot of uh good stuff in return for Westbrook for sure. <laughs> All right, guys, that's about the end of the show. Y'all have anything else on oh, your? Huh? No, I was gonna say, man, you, your, uh, your boy LeBron, man, he's. A- you know, you know, he got Liverpool and uh, the Boston Red Sox, man. You uh, you gonna send him a congrats on uh, Twitter, Instagram? Ain't he ain't getting nothing from me. And first of all, I don't even like the Red Sox, so that just plays into the whole thing. Yeah, that just fits him perfectly. I don't even like the Red Sox, so he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. He brought the wrong. It's not my fault. He brought the wrong baseball team. I don't. I do not like the Red Sox. So it just fit wells with him. So there you go. He couldn't do it, Tyler. <laughs> no, Justin brought it up. I did not. No, no. That was that a setup, man? That was that a setup? This made two huge, huge business moves, man. You know, about Liverpool. Well, part of Liverpool and a part of Red Sox. I just thought you maybe wanted to, you know, tell them congratulations for. No, actually, actually, you know, you know what I really did though. When I saw them news, oh my god! You want to know what I wanted? I hit the little drop down arrow on Twitter <laughs> and on Facebook. And I said high post, and they asked me why you want high post. I said this is this post is, is irrelevant to me, and I don't want to see nothing else like this. And that's case closed. I, I handled it. I went to every social media I saw it on. This post is not relevant to me, so why y'all send me LeBron content? And I'm just getting the bud real quick. <laughs> I don't know, like, like I want to see that. Like, I don't. I'm not signed up for LeBron content. <laughs> if they're not basketball related, I don't want to see it. So I'll block them on Instagram. So I won't see you on that mess anymore. And. And Twitter, I made sure I cleaned that out. And Facebook, I think that's everything. Yeah, hey, great. <laughs> and on that note, check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Type in VOL Sportscast. And thank you, everyone. We we just hit 100 downloads uh, yesterday. We appreciate the support. Everybody, give the give the fans a round of applause. Thank y'all. We really appreciate it for the love. And um, man, we're gonna we want to add some new dimensions to the show. 
So hopefully next month we have a new segment for y'all to interact with us. And it's going to be fun and cool. And let's keep it clean and classy, Tyler. Let's have a good time. All right, guys. We out of here. You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Brought to you by none other than the voices of the fans. Discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. Hosted by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood. And Tyler Wright. Bet MGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 money line wager on today's game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. Just use bonus code CHAMPION200 when you make your bet. BetMGM is proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. And there's endless ways to make it rain with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in today's game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.